Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal specifically for women over 40, why you might not be losing weight. And we're going to be talking about hormones specifically today. So this is part of a bigger series. We're going to start with hormones and I think you'll find this very interesting. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So we speak to a lot of women in their 40s and 50s who are looking to drop a dress size or two but are struggling to see any movement with their weight. They are trying all the plans and programs which work for them in their 20s and 30s, but then stepping on the scales at the end of the week and seeing zero movement, which can be really, really frustrating, and it can leave people feeling completely trapped, dreading going on beach holidays, no longer enjoying shopping for clothes, worrying that they'll never be able to lose the excess weight, or that this is just part of the aging process they'll have to accept, which is never a nice place to be. And one of the main reasons this happens is down to the physical and hormonal changes that women go through as they get older, which can make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle area, and more difficult to lose that again with normal dieting. But the good news is there is a quick and easy way to escape from this situation. And it usually comes down to just a few simple mistakes that people make, which stop them from getting the results they want. So over the next few podcast episodes, we're going to go through the most common reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on the scales, and we will reveal our most effective strategies to get the scales moving, drop those couple of dress sizes, and feel amazing in all your favorite clothes. So in today's episode, as we mentioned earlier, we're going to be talking about hormones, as this is one of the main reasons that women over 40 struggle to see movement on the scales. And it's not really talked about much in the fitness industry. A lot of stuff's very generic. It doesn't get into the nitty gritty and it's the nitty gritty stuff that really makes a difference. Because even if you get everything else right, if you're not focused on keeping your hormones in the right balance, you could still see zero movement on the scale. So we've got three key topics we're gonna talk about today. Ben, I'll let you kick off. So the first topic we're gonna talk about today is HRT. So HRT stands for Hormone Replacement Therapy. And in the early 2000s, HRT got a lot of bad rep in the news, but a lot of this now is out of date and unfounded. And this is according to menopause experts, such as um, there's Dr. Louise Newson and a lady called Bev Thorogood who we've had in to, to help with the women inside of our program as well. But according to these experts, for most women, the risks of not taking HRT are far higher than the risks of taking it. So for example, some of the risks that have been associated with HRT, uh, it can be, you know, leads to things like increased breast cancer risk. I think that is the main one. But there are a lot of other risks associated with not taking HRT. For example, increased risk of heart disease. So when you kind of balance those two risks out, what the expert experts are saying these days is actually taking the HRT leaves you overall with a lower risk. So the way HRT works, so estrogen deficiency during menopause can lead to up to more than 50 symptoms, many of which make it difficult to stay fit and difficult to stay healthy. So one of them, which you may have heard of, it's even, even got its own name because it's so common, is middle-aged spread, which is caused by having relatively higher testosterone levels compared to estrogen levels. So the main thing that happens as your hormones change, one of them is your estrogen level starts to drop. And if that drops, but your testosterone remains high, you end up with that middle-aged bread. And because of this as well, I was I was saying to Rob earlier, is this something that only affects women? Actually, if you think about it, men who have higher testosterone anyway, 
as they get older, let's face it, a lot of men out there have that middle-aged bread. They have that that kind of beer belly, spare tire around the middle. Um, but having lower estrogen can lead to that happening in women as well. The other things that can happen are things like achy joints due to low estrogen. Estrogen is a natural lubricant which can lubricate your joints. And if your, achy, your joints are achy, your joints are stiff, it can then be hard to exercise, which has the knock-on effect that you're going to probably gain more weight and find it more difficult to lose weight. It can also lead to things like low mood and low motivation from low estrogen as well, which can make it hard to stay motivated to exercise and stay motivated to eat well. And a lot of the times, GPs will mistakenly prescribe antidepressants to people who are actually struggling with a lack of estrogen. So the estrogen is actually what's causing the low mood. They'll then throw antidepressants at the problem, which you know, maybe they will have a bit of an impact on the on the mood symptoms, but they won't deal with the root cause. And, and they might even cause further problems just as a result of being on those antidepressants. But actually something like HRT and just replacing that estrogen would then solve it. Other issues can be things like brain fog, which can make it hard to work effectively, especially a lot of the women we work with are in quite um, quite kind of demanding um, careers where they've been moving up the career ladder. They do have a lot on their plates. They do have a stressful role. And if you're then struggling with brain fog and you're struggling to work effectively, you might end up working long hours to compensate, meaning then you have less time for exercise, less time for healthy eating, less time to enjoy your life, less time to spend with your family. But all of these factors together, the overall thing is this makes losing weight and general just life more of an uphill battle. And often people don't even know that they're experiencing symptoms due to perimenopause, which can start up to 10 years before clinical menopause. And I remember the last one of the last live events that Rob and I did, um, Bev, who is a menopause expert that we work with, came in. And when she went through the presentation, which was, you know, the list of all the different symptoms, it, it's a massive, massive list. And it's it can affect things you may have never even thought of. So there's so many people, they have these symptoms, they don't know at all, that, but they are just related to um, heading towards the menopause and, and those hormonal changes which are happening. But we have seen lots of clients feel themselves again after getting the right help with HRT. So they've been able to, you know, replace those hormones that they're now deficient in and seeing a lot of those symptoms reverse and reduce and then combined with the type of exercise and nutrition approach that we also recommend which is effective for women over 40 they then see amazing results in the mirror and amazing results on the scales as well so inside of our program um, we have our own kind of menopause expert Beth Thorogood who gives our clients advice helps them get the right help and figure out you know how to get what they need from their GP but what I would recommend, so to just kind of sum this point up is, if you're feeling that you're getting a bit older, maybe your hormones are changing, maybe that could be having an impact on your mood, on your weight, on anything else, it's it's just something to look into. So something to like consider and look into, um, and maybe by getting help with that, that will then help you solve the next problem of kind of make it easier for you to get fitter, get healthier and get back in shape. Yeah, definitely. It's all about working like smarter, not harder. I think most people we work with think they're just not working hard enough, right? They don't have enough willpower. They're not, if they just pushed a bit harder, if they just had a bit more willpower, you know, then they would see results. And a lot of the time, it's not about that at all. Uh, it's about doing something that's right for them, getting the hormones in the right place, and the weight loss will kind of happen automatically. So the next point I'm going to talk about, it may not be relevant to everyone listening, but again, it's linked very strongly to hormones, which is birth control. So 
a lot of women that we work with are still taking different types of birth control, even if they're in the run-up to menopause. And that is totally fine. That's, that is something people do. And even if it's combined with HRT, it can have a lot of different effects. And depending on the type of birth control, some of them are better than others, I would say, in terms of if you want to get in shape. Some of them have better side effects than others. So overall, when you look at all of the research, the scientific conclusion is that birth control on average doesn't cause weight gain. But the problem is this is a simplification. So this is looking at an average and it doesn't take into account the spread, the extremes and the distribution of the results. So actually, when you look at the data, there's some people who gain a lot of weight on types of birth control and some people who lose weight on the same birth control. So it's a very individual thing. And also what it doesn't consider. So it's only looking at weight, which is the number on the scales that doesn't take into account what we call body composition. So this is the amount of muscle your body has and the amount of fat your body has. And you can weigh the exact same amount but look completely different if your body composition is different. So someone could weigh 10 stone and have barely any muscle after, let's say, doing a crash diet, an extreme diet. As you get older, you lose loads of muscle, which will look like you've lost loads of weight on the scales. And maybe they've done the wrong type of exercise, like loads of cardio or none at all. And then they end up at 10 stone, but they're really flabby. They're really saggy. They're really tired. They're not looking toned or youthful at all. Or they could be someone who weighs 10 stone, but have an extra stone of muscle and a stone less of fat. And that person will be tight, they'll be toned, they'll be youthful, they'll have a lifted bum, they won't have bingo wings, and they weigh exactly the same. So birth control can have quite a profound effect on body composition, and it can lead to people having a lot less muscle and a lot more fat, even if their weight is the same. So you'll look a hell of a lot worse. Like the reason younger people look the way they do isn't just because of their weight. Like some people who are younger are not, that much different weight some of the people who are older but they look very different because they have a lot more muscle which means they're a lot firmer a lot more toned and naturally people tend to lose muscle as they get older unless you do the right things but basically most birth control contains synthetic estrogen and synthetic progesterone unlike most modern types of hrt which includes they basically can contain something called body identical versions of estrogen and progesterone so these synthetic ones in birth control don't react the same way as naturally occurring ones and they have a lot of negative side effects now, I'm not going to go into every single type of birth control because there's a lot of them. But one thing that will be helpful if you're listening to this and you're wondering, could my birth control be having an effect, is the early stage progesterone-containing birth controls. These are known as the first and second generation progestins, which is the synthetic progesterone. These ones have the most negative effects. These are the ones that are going to lead to things like insulin resistance. They're going to lead to things that make it harder to lose weight and easier to gain it. Um, and you're also going to end up with a lot more body fat and a lot less muscle on these ones. They're anti-androgenic, which means you'll you'll lose muscle more easily. So what you can do is you can Google, look up your birth control pill and look up what the progesterone, progestin is it if you're taking birth control. So look up if it's first or second generation, it will tell you online if you look up the drug, what generation it is. Third and fourth generation are better, but any type of pill that you take will affect your whole body because you're taking it orally and it's gonna go around your whole bloodstream. And a lot of the time those hormones are affecting parts of your body you don't want them to be affecting. So the type of birth control that seems to have the least negative effect on body composition or how you look and feel is the IUD or interuterine device or the coil basically, because either the coil contains no hormones at all, so there's a type of coil which doesn't have any hormones, um, or there's one which just contains progesterone, but it's what's called uh, topical progesterone, so it's only local has only a local effect so it only affects around the area the coils fitted doesn't affect your whole body so those two typically people seem to have the least negative side effects in terms of body weight and body fat 
If you don't take birth control, obviously that point is not so relevant to you. But there's another really important thing you also need to consider hormonally, and this one applies to everyone. So the final thing to consider hormonally is cortisol. So as we've already gone through, hormones change in the run-up to menopause. So menopause is officially defined as when a woman goes through 12 consecutive months without having a period. And the average age for this is 51, but this is an average and hormonal changes can start to happen up to 10 years prior. So often in the early 40s. And these changes don't just lead to menopause symptoms for things like hot flushes, low mood, achy joints or brain fog. They also have a big effect on the way the body reacts to stress. So when you're subjected to a source of stress, cortisol, the stress hormone, is then released as the body's response. And this is called the stress response. This increases with age for both men and for women, but it most significantly increases three times more than it does for women than men with age. So sources of stress not only include sort of the uh, the obvious things you would imagine, like work stress, like family stress, but also things like extreme dieting, extreme exercise approaches, lack of sleep, other factors like caffeine, alcohol, all of these things can significantly stress the body. And when you've got all of these stresses coming in, cortisol can be just constantly spiked all the time. And if cortisol levels are elevated too high for too long, that's what's called chronically elevated cortisol and that can trigger something called the weight gain triangle so i won't bore you with the details with this but essentially the weight gain triangle is number one leptin resistance leptin is a hunger hormone which can lead to increased cravings especially for comfort foods the second one is insulin resistance uh, which is a storage hormone and then so that can lead to increased fat storage especially around the middle area and the third one is thyroid deregulation thyroid is responsible for metabolism so that can essentially lead to a slower metabolism but these three things together, the weight gain triangle, essentially can make it more difficult for you to lose weight and easier to gain weight. And that's exactly what you don't want when you've got a load of weight to lose, you know, and, and you want to you wanna get in shape, you want to feel amazing in all your clothes. So for women over 40, extreme diets and extreme workout routines like HIIT training, spinning, running, cardio, many other gym classes, things like fasting, keto, uh, shake diets or low calories all these things essentially the body just sees them as a form of stress and then that can make it really really difficult to see progress so what we recommend instead is following an eating and exercise approach which keeps cortisol levels low but still means our clients can drop two dress sizes over a 12-week period and we do this using a type of exercise we call list training which stands for low impact strength training which is essentially um, lifting weights in a slow and controlled way that keeps stress levels in the body low, so it allows you to still see results. And then we use a nutrition approach called hormonally balanced eating, which avoids anything restrictive. It avoids fasting, it avoids cutting carbs out, it avoids low calories. It's just a nice, holistic, sustainable, balanced approach. And when you follow that kind of sustainable approach, that will avoid overstressing the body. However, if you do it in the right way, it can still be very, very effective for losing body fat, and that's how our clients are able to see such amazing results. So it's really important just to kind of sum up, like when it comes to hormones, there may be things you need to look into, like it may help to look into HRT to kind of relieve some of those symptoms that might help you as well. Um, it might look into, again, as Rob said, you might also want to look into getting on the right type of birth control, avoiding anything essentially, which is disrupting those hormones. But also it's really important that even if you've you've sorted out those hormonal things directly, to also have the right eating approach and the right exercise approach. Because even if, for example, you know you sorted all that out with the HRT, the birth control, etc., but you're still following a nutrition exercise approach, which is overstressing the body, 
when it comes to losing body weight, you still might see no results. You still might be stuck in exactly the same position. So you kind of need to look at the entire, the big picture and just kind of check all the boxes and make sure your hormones are in the right balance. Yeah, and if you do something that does what Ben had just described, it works with your changing hormones rather than against them, you can see amazing results in a really short space of time. So one example of this is Rav. So Rav is a, a client that I worked with for a couple of years and she's a busy working mum with teenage children and she joined Trinity weighing over 90 kilos and she'd always struggled with her weight despite having tried most of the diets out there ever since turning 40. And what's more, like Rav had had a really challenging perimenopause. So throughout the time we worked together, she had a lot of symptoms that had a big impact on our motivation and energy. And what I suggested is, look, we've got the right fitness approach, as Ben said, we're managing cortisol levels. But for Rav, the, the perimenopause symptoms were so disruptive that until she got the right kind of HIT and felt like herself again, she really struggled with low mood, with low motivation. It was really difficult to motivate herself. So... I encouraged her to, to speak to Bev and to go and see her GP. She did all of that. She got the right kind of HRT. And then we really got on with the right type of approach for her. And she was able to lose the excess weight and get back into her favorite clothes then really, really quickly. So she said, I've lost three stone. So she got down from 90 kilos to 70 kilos. I feel far more confident in how I look. And I'm happy to go out in t-shirt and trousers. And I don't feel the need to cover up myself with a cardigan or jacket anymore. And it's been a real life changer for me. Now that's a very short snippet. I did a full podcast with Rav. You can go back and listen to that if you search for Rav in our podcast, RAV. Um, but she saw incredible results just by working with her changing hormones. And that's what we do with all of our members of our program and our Fit Over 40 program. So for people who want to find out more about that, Ben, where can people go? So if you want to find out more about the, the approach that Rav followed and more about our Fit Over 40 program, head over to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the details on that page. Amazing. So that just about wraps it up for today's episode of the 20 Fit Over 40 podcast. Next week, we'll have the second part in this series. So we hope to join you then. Thanks for tuning in today and we'll see you on the next one. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity podcast.